On today's podcast, we're going to review two articles that talk about facts. Yes, and they are particularly relevant during the holiday season. Yes. Because what happens during the holidays? We see family. We see family and friends. We get together for dinners and we mm -hmm. argue and we argue we and have we talks. Want, we have to, and we wonder if we should argue. Right. You know, in the past, past um, holiday seasons, uh, we've talked in the podcast about, you know, if you really don't want to go to certain parties, don't go. Right. If you really don't want to see certain people, there's no op there are no real obligations. Right. We, we obligate ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, self-imposed obligations. They're self-imposed. Uh, nobody, I mean, if somebody doesn't really want to come to my house, don't come. I'm right. not going to be offended. Right. Um, if, if you really don't want to be there, uh, please, you know. Uh, I'm not going to make it. It's okay. I'm right. not going to make it to your house. Right. You're not going to come this year? No. Sorry. Wow. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> now, and, and so we talk about when you are together and you do get together, um, perhaps it's best not to argue. You know, we always hear, don't argue about politics and religion. Okay? Right. So that's sort of what this article is about. Well, it begins with an article that was written in a publication called The Nation. Um, the article was by uh, Ellie Mistal, um, I think it's Mistal, M-Y-S-T-O-T-A-L. And um, the title of the article is, This Thanksgiving, It's Time to Take on Your Conservative Relatives. Now, obviously, there's a little bias here. Yes. Okay. We're going to go after your conservative relatives. So we're going to talk about Trump and we're going to talk, okay, so, you know, full disclosure, um, obviously this person um, wants to take on and is encouraging others to take on their conservative relatives. Right. Okay. Encouraging political discussions. Right. So don't, don't shy away from political discussions. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's time that we open these up and, um, and, and have these discussions. Right. Okay. What he encourages is three things. First one is be an ambassador of truth. First of all, tell the truth but also call out lies and misinformation. Mm -hmm. Don't let falsehoods go unchallenged, right. okay? Um, that's the first bit of advice. Second, call bigotry and misogyny by their names. Mm -hmm. Don't let, what he says here is, don't let people feel safe right. in, their, in being bigoted or misogynistic mm -hmm. in their comments. Right. Um, it's time to challenge them publicly. Mm -hmm. And because what many of us tend to do is, well, I don't want to get into an argument. And so we tolerate those comments. And he's saying, perhaps it's time to challenge instead right. of tolerating, right. okay? And the third is non, we always think that, well, if it's not politics or religion, it's safe ground. Mm -hmm. And what this writer says is that every conversation is political, ultimately. Right. Um, even if it's, you know, you're rooting, um, if your sports team is named after a Native American tribe, you know, mm -hmm. and, and you say, well, the Redskins or the Indians, um, that still is political, okay, right. in, in a sense. So he's saying everything is political, okay? Right. So he's saying three things. Be an ambassador of truth, call out, uh, call bigotry and misogyny by their names, and um, all, all uh, conversations are political. This last one is a little bit confusing, not confusing. There's a, there's a little aside that we should add. That is that, and again, he uses the president's name. He says Trumpism, whatever Trumpism is, takes advantage of every aspect of retrograde culture, mm -hmm. okay? And so what it, what it leads us to believe is that 
If you don't feel like changing your opinion about something, then you don't need to, there's no obligation to change it. Right. So we have a demographic shift in our country mm -hmm. so that by 2050, the white majority will be a minority. Right. But if you don't want to accept that, it's okay not to. Mm -hmm. No, you should start to change. Right. Um, Venice is underwater. Uh, the Florida Keys are underwater. Something is happening. Mm -hmm. So, um, but if you want to deny these things, um, you know, you, you kind of do it at your own peril. So stop denying these things. They, they are real and you should be dealing with them. Right. Okay. And you may feel as though this is becoming a political podcast, but it's not. It's not. Because what we're, what we're saying is, is that these are conversations that people are having. These are conversations, these are statements I know that have happened in my mm -hmm. family, um, at, at family get-togethers that happened uh, last week at Thanksgiving. People, right. uh, some of these topics were brought up. Mm -hmm. and, and absolutely, there are many of us who completely uh, avoid those conversations. Right. Mm -hmm. And what this author is saying is that by, it, in a roundabout way, what this author is saying is that by, by avoiding those conversations, by refusing to talk about those conversations or calling things out as they mm -hmm. are, mm -hmm. um, in a way you're allowing those, those misperceptions and some of those things to, to perpetuate. Mm -hmm. um, you're allowing them to continue because we're not calling it out by what it is and, and you know, bringing, right. shining a light on some of that misinformation. Right, now a perfect example, and one that's a little bit easier to talk about is vac uh, immunizations. Right. Okay, and another person died from measles the other day. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of a non-personal, I guess, mm -hmm. um, but vaccinations um, fall into this category, you know, because people, some people will start to talk about vaccinations. That are bad. Well, should you let that falsehood continue? Right. Okay. So from a, from an emotional standpoint, should you let that falsehood continue? And we're going to get to the, the, the psychological and emotional parts of this when we talk about the second article mm -hmm. that we're posting today. The reason we mentioned this article is that this particular writer is saying, Maybe it's time that we confront misinformation. Maybe it's time that we have a discussion about what some people call alternative facts. Right. Okay, the, the whole concept of alternative facts is so flawed in so many mm -hmm. ways. But maybe it's time that we, we stop being polite because we're allowing misinformation about race and misogyny and vaccines and climate change. We're allowing these false narratives to um, influence our thinking and our mm -hmm. emotional health. Okay, right. so this guy is saying, let's take it on. Let let let's use the holidays as a time to argue. Right. It's the second article that sort of um, sort of introduces some. Wait a minute, let's slow down a little bit. Right. That, that's the part that we want to get to. Yeah, because while it is good to to address these issues and to take mm -hmm. them on and to not allow them to perpetuate simply through passivity right. um we also there is also some some caution right. to take i mean exactly. you, you don't want to be confrontational you don't want to be argumentative for the sake of being argumentative right. um you know there we have this tendency where we get into discussions and debates and we both you know both sides of the argument sort of dig their heels in and become immovable mm -hmm. and now we're really not accomplishing anything. Right. Um, now we're just arguing and, and fighting, and we get to this point where, um, you know, it, depending on uh, your family, I know that mm -hmm. in my family, uh, we sometimes it, things sometimes um, escalate to mm -hmm. not so nice words um, and personal attacks right. and, yeah. and things like that that 
you know, none of this stuff should be, per you know, climate change should not result not in, a per in a personal attack uh, on, some, on a loved one. You shouldn't start, stop speaking to each other right. because of the climate change debate or right. the vaccine debate or any other debate. Right. Yeah. And that's the whole point here is that people will often ask us, well, should I go to these holiday events? You know, mm -hmm. should, you know they ask our advice. And right. th that's, that's the, the, the part of this that we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. and so when we give advice, um, we're saying, we want to say things to, to well, why do you want to avoid these things? Mm -hmm. Well, it's because people get into arguments. Right. Well, here's, there's information in this second article that may help you navigate mm -hmm. the difficulties of some of these um, holiday events, right. whether, whether they're with friends or family, uh, it'll help you navigate these events. Right. And it's a topic that, um, that you and I have talked about before. Yeah. And it's a little bit esoteric in that there's a little bit of, it's a little bit philosophical, mm -hmm. but it also is very practical. Right. And I think it's time that we do talk about it. The second article appeared in Psychology Today. It was written by um, a, um, an associate professor of uh, political science at the University of Massachusetts mm -hmm. in Lowell. His name is Morgan uh, Marietta. And the article is taken from a book that he co-authored with David Barker, who teaches American government, uh, teaches government um, at American University. So these two got together, wrote this book. The book is called One Nation, Two Realities, right. play on One Nation Under God. This is One Nation, Two Realities, Dueling Facts in American Democracy. And I thought, well, this kind of looks like an interesting topic. And um, so it turns out to be. Now, what they mentioned, what they, what they mentioned in this article is one of the things that the first author talks about mm -hmm. is when you talk about being an ambassador for truth, if you're having a disagreement about some issue, right. somebody will say, well, let's Google it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And let's look up the facts. Right. And so there's two things. The main thing here is facts. Okay. Mm -hmm. What are, what are the facts that we're going to be looking up? He says, pull out your phone and Google it. What this does, is it introduces the possibility of something called hubris. Hubris is spelled H-U-B-R-I-S. Hubris is unwarranted certainty, okay? And it, it's not grounded in available evidence. So there's two right. things here, unwarranted certainty, and that means that it's not grounded mm -hmm. in available evidence. And I like this idea of available evidence. Right. Okay, that's, that's the kind of thing that we want to talk yeah. about. Right. right, because think of the word fact. <laughs> there we. There aren't a lot of absolute facts. Think about what he just said. Right. <laughs> there aren't a lot of fa alternative facts or facts. Facts. There aren't a lot of them. Right. There, there, there are opinions. There are there, there's evidence. Um, evidence to some extent, uh, but when it comes to a fact, there's very few. Because a fact means that it's always the case. It, it's absolute, right. it's certain. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's relatively few certainties. One of the first things you learn in pursuing a doctorate, or you should learn in pursuing a doctoral degree, right, is that there aren't many facts. People talk about, well, the fact is, or, well, it's fact mm -hmm. that, or, well, it's certainly true that. There are very, very, very few things that you can right. say that about. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, it, uh, even the moon landing, you know, people right. say, well, that really didn't happen. You know, is it a fact or not? There's very, very little that you can say is a fact, right. okay? And the idea that we can distinguish between what is true and what is false, that it's easy to do that, is deeply incorrect, right. okay? It is very, and I'm gonna repeat that, it's very difficult. It's deeply incorrect to think that you can easily differentiate what is true from what is false, or right. what is accurate or inaccurate, what is fact, what is not fact. It's not that easy to do, right. okay? For many topics, the distinction, the, the evidence that we use is blurry. Right. And, and he uses the word blurry. It's not clear. Right. The evidence is not clear. And it's not clear cut. Right. Okay. So you can sit and argue a point endlessly, but you're still going to end up in the same place right. is there's going to be some uncertainty. Right. Okay. Now, what we're, what we're, one of the things we're working towards, of course, with this is the idea that while there are no absolute facts, right. there is a preponderance of evidence. Now, we, we, work in, we, we do a lot of work in forensics, mm -hmm. and, and that, is a, that is a legal statement. That is something that we hear in court a lot. You know, based upon a preponderance of evidence, right. this is the, the decision that the court is going to make, or this is the thing that we're going that's to do. That's really, I had never thought of it before. Thank mm -hmm. you. That's really important. Well, that's what we hear. What is the preponderance of evidence? Right. That's how we make legal decisions. Right. That's how we make most decisions. Absolutely. What is the preponderance of evidence? Right. What do most of us, what, what evidence do we have? Right. What evidence exists? And is there a preponderance? And is it reliable? Right. Is it reliable evidence? Absolutely. Yeah, quality. Right. Um, so, so there may be a thousand studies that say, quality studies, that say um, immunizations do not cause autism. Right. You will find a couple of dozen, maybe, articles that say there may be a relationship. Right, that's right. The preponderance of evidence is that it, there's not a relationship. Right. Will you find some evidence, some, some research or researchers that may say that there is? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we, we can never know for absolute certain certainty. If you watch ancient aliens, right. have you ever watched ancient aliens? Okay. And you see these people, many with doctoral degrees, mm -hmm. they are convinced mm -hmm. that Earth, they may be right, right, but the preponderance, one of those shows was about mermaids, uh, sea people mm -hmm. who evolved and evolved, came out yeah. of the sea, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I don't think so, right? but the preponderance of evidence suggests otherwise, right. and yet there are Articles and books and people right. who truly believe that that at least part of our species evolved from the sea from mermaids. Right. Okay. I don't know, but right. the preponderance of evidence it suggests otherwise. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we go by the preponderance. Right. And, and and that is the best that we can do. Now that doesn't mean that you won't encounter someone who says, "Yeah, I know that all those people say that, but based upon my experience mm -hmm. and what I've read." This is what I think, and this is this is a challenge in sort of restricting our exposure to information. So when we, mm -hmm. you know, when when we only watch one 24-hour news channel, right. we get one bit of information, one perspective of information, right. and that limits. And, and we begin to have this perspective that that's all of the information that's out there. Right. 
instead of going and Googling or, or whatever and, and looking for additional information and expanding what we know about something, we, we keep it really restricted and focused on one particular perspective. Mm-hmm. And while, you know, it's for to, to use a, 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 just a, a, an unhelpful uh, a statement, it's a free country. You can do that if you want to. Right. But it doesn't mean that you have the facts. It right. doesn't mean that you have accurate information. Right. And we're not saying that a preponderance of evidence produces facts. Right. Okay. They're two different things. Right. Okay. Facts are facts. Right. And there are very, 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 very few. You know, most people don't, we don't think about this most during those days. But in the universe, there's far more um, space than there is matter right okay even even in most of the universe is made up of empty space okay we tend to think of the matter it's stuff we can see Mm -hmm. and taste Mm -hmm. and smell but in fact most of what's around us is empty space okay um that's the fact but but everyday life it looks like matter Mm -hmm. there's more matter than, than than space so um facts um are very few and when people start saying well the fact is become suspicious immediately mm-hmm. because there aren't many what we're what the best we can deal with is a preponderance of evidence right okay and so what they what these guys take on is this notion of well let's google it because then we'll have the facts right okay. no and that's the problem that's right. that's the issue that they that they keep stressing here is just because you google and you get a piece of information right. you know, a piece of evidence Right. Doesn't mean that you have the facts. Absolutely. Because we never know where that evidence is coming from, where that information is coming from. You know, the, 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 the you know, broad paint strokes are if you go to Fox News online and right. Google it and go to Fox News, you're going to get one perspective. If you go to MSN, you're going to get a different perspective. Right. It doesn't mean that either of them is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It just means that you're going to get two very different perspectives. And those are the easy ones to see. Right. You will Google things and you will find information from any number of other websites, mm-hmm. but you don't know what from what perspective the people who created those websites are coming from. Yeah, where do, where does that information come right. from? Okay, so that there's a there's a new person on the TV, person in, on the camera who's saying something, but what is its source? What right. is the source of that information? Absolutely. Okay. Is it reliable? Right. Is the person who created that website only working from one perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, sort of the same thing that it would be if you were only watching one 24-hour news channel. So right. the, we have to be very cautious, again, when it comes to thinking about the idea of facts and that mm-hmm. we have the fact and we know for certain right. what is the answer. Right. Now, these two, these two authors who wrote the book, um, did an interesting study back in 2017. And they took seven sort of common statements mm-hmm. where the evidence is ambiguous. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's it's seven common topics mm-hmm. that we do, they're in the news all the time, that we discuss frequently. And they chose these topics because the evidence is ambiguous. It's not clear, right. okay? And they asked people to take, they they took these seven statements and said, we want you to grade them, whether it's certainly true, probably true, certainly false, or probably false, okay? Mm -hmm. And the seven topics were that undocumented immigrants take American jobs. Mm -hmm. The second was gun control reduces mass shootings. 
Third, nas the national debt, as the national debt increases, it endangers the economy. The fourth is violent crimes are going up. The fifth is minimum wage. If you raise the minimum wage, you increase unemployment. Mm -hmm. The last is terrorist threats are increasing. Or the sixth is. Um, and number seven is that there is a, um, there are very few false convictions in right. criminal trials, right. okay? And so the people were asked um, of these statements, um, how certain are you? Mm -hmm. And for the first one that, um, that immigrants take U.S. jobs, 45% say they are certain, certain of their opinion. Right. Uh, gun control, 43%. The national debt, 40%. Violent crime, 39%. Minimum wage, 35%. Terrorism threat, 30 And false convictions is 28 So in other words, somewhere between almost 50% and over 25%, so that's one in four, or every other person, they're certain that these things are true. Right. Okay. Right. And so um, that the point they're making is that even though they start with ambiguous questions, mm -hmm. people are convinced that it's true. And as, as they point out, and we posted this in the show notes, the, the evidence is, here's what it says. Um, and these are evidence-based. Right that there's no indication that, um, that the uh, immigrants take uh, jobs from Americans. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's, there's right. all the studies that have been done say that isn't true, okay? Second, um, there's no indication that um, the, the increasing the debt mm -hmm. has anything to, is going to damage the economy. Mm -hmm. So you remember for years and years and years, they said the debt's going up, the debt's going up, the mm -hmm. debt's going up, and we're gonna have this catastrophe. Mm -hmm. Well, there's no evidence that increasing the debt causes right. that to happen, okay? Um, gun control does not reduce mass shootings right. in the countries where gun control, in places where, whether it's states or countries where gun control has been enacted, there's no evidence that mass shootings have gone down, okay? Um, uh, violent crime is not going up in the United States. Right. It seems like it is because it's on the news, but right. in fact, the, the FBI data suggests that no, it's not going up. Right. Increasing the minimum wage does not cause unemployment. Right. Even though most people feel that, well, if we increase the minimum wage, we're gonna lose jobs. No, evidence is in states where they have increased the minimum wage, uh, unemployment has not risen. Right. Uh, false, false convictions are not rare, false right. convictions are, are common, right. okay? then we know that. And terrorist attacks uh, do not pose a threat to national security. There is no in, there's no more threat now than there was a decade or so ago. So, um, so even these statements, which most people would argue are very, very true, the evidence suggests that no, it's not. So 50%, almost 50% are certain, and yet it's not true at all. Right. It should be positively false. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so we, but that's again because we we kind of get hooked into twenty four hours news channels, and we get it hooked into you know this this um, flooding of information, and we, we see flooding of information as evidence. Mm -hmm. When you know, really, when you when you watch or look at um, you know you you look at some of the information that's out there, and some of the information that we're being right. presented, 
it's really just the same thing over and over and over again. That's right. It's not, it's not 50 different pieces of evidence. It's one piece of evidence repeated 50 times, right. which makes right. a big, big difference when it comes to looking at the preponderance of evidence mm -hmm. for making a decision or right. the way we think about things. Okay. So we want to make two points here. First one is about facts, right. okay? And we want to keep hammering away at this. Facts are nothing more, they're descriptions of reality, mm -hmm. okay? Right. It's a descript reflecting the best available objective evidence endorsed by prevailing authorities. Right. So let's take private change, uh, climate change. Um, there are hundreds of scientists, mm -hmm. experts who have spent their lives studying this stuff who say that climate change is occurring and that we should do something about it. Okay, and as you said earlier about uh, vaccines, you're always gonna find some who say mm -hmm. no, okay? Yeah. In fact, let's, let's take something even easier, Does the link between cigarettes and cancer, Right. okay? There were studies done years and years and years and years and years ago in the 50s and 60s, and yet there were always people, many of whom worked for the tobacco companies, mm -hmm. physicians, uh, scientists, right. who said, well, no, it, it's, not, it's not really true. There, there isn't a link, or are we really sure that there's a link? So you're, you can always introduce doubt. Well, and, and we can have anecdotal information. My, exactly. my, my father smoked for 50 years, mm -hmm. from the time he was a, a teenager until he, he passed in his, um, early 60s right um, and his lungs were clear right that's right and, and I you, can say oh see there's evidence that right you have not. people in their hundreds you know you hear stories about people on the news mm -hmm. who are you know 90 years old and right. still smoking they you know, smoked every day and yeah. blah 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 so it can't be true no there's there's always uncertainty mm -hmm. okay the the issue is not uncertainty the issue is you rely on expertise you right. rely on the authorities and if four or five hundred scientists worldwide are saying climate change is real I mean the climate is changing um, I'm probably gonna side with the four or five hundred yeah. scientists I mean and that's what that's all we have right that's the only evidence right. we have and you have to use the best evidence that's available so facts are nothing more than descriptions of reality are we a little bit uncertain yes there's always uncertainty but be careful about mistrusting what we have to be careful of is that we reject expertise right. and that's I think the problem that we're getting into right. today is we're rejecting expertise and we're relying on our own um, sort of um, inclinations right. or I, I believe this or I believe that yeah. okay and we're rejecting expertise to be careful about rejecting expertise if I get um, a, a disease of some type okay um, let's say I get diabetes, mm -hmm. okay? I want my physician mm -hmm. to give me the best available treatment. Right. What's that based on? Available evidence right. from experts, right. okay? So whether it's I'm treating a disease or climate or vaccines or any other topic, I want the most available right. information from the leading authorities, the people who have done research right. and spent a lifetime Absolutely. gathering this information. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanna rely on. And so be careful about rejecting that mm -hmm. in favor of, well, I think I'm better off yeah, drinking 7-Up or something. You know, yeah. um, Rely on the experts, don't Absolutely. reject them, okay? That's a problem. So the question now is how do, the larger question for us 
is how do we distinguish legitimate certainty from unwarranted certainty? Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and that's, I think, what, what we want to leave you with is what is legitimate certainty? Legitimate certainty is evidence from right. experts, right. okay? Unwarranted certainty is hubris, right. and that's what we want to avoid. And you're not going to get warranted certainty with a quick Google search. No. You're going to get warranted certainty through reading and learning and watching and listening and talking and gathering information uh, from a variety of sources to inform your decision. We call mm -hmm. that, you know, the, the fancy thing for that is critical thinking. Right. You, you take an idea and you gather information that would likely support but also would likely refute that mm -hmm. opinion and that perspective right. and you look to see based upon all of the information that you've gathered what you know what you really think about this particular thing based upon all the information you gather you may your opinion may stay the same or mm -hmm. it may change mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that you're more right or more wrong than you were before it just means that based upon the information you're gathering this is your opinion and, but the more information you gather, the more varied the information mm -hmm. is that you gather from the more varied sources that you gather it from, um, the, the better informed and the better, uh, the stronger your opinion mm -hmm. can be, your perspective um, can be for as you develop your, um, your ideas. Right. And before closing, we should talk about confirmatory bias right. because that's another problem here is that if I already have a bias, about a racial group or an ethnic group or something. Or just about an idea. About an idea, about medication. Right. Many people don't want, they, they nothing to do with pharmaceutical right. grade medications. Um, no, I'm not gonna take drugs, I, I, I reject. I'm not gonna take drugs mm -hmm. because they put, okay. Um, that's, that's a bias that you have. Um, and so you're going to seek information that mm -hmm. confirms that bias. And you have to be careful of that because sometimes, um, you know, insulin, it's also a drug, right. you know, it, it, yes, it's a hormone, but it's also a drug. And sometimes you need to take additional insulin mm -hmm. to keep your body in balance. So be careful of confirmatory bias. Don't just go look for information right. that supports a position that you have. Um, the safest thing I think is to use the available evidence from experts, right. okay? Whether it's climate change or vaccines, I think vaccines is one of the, it, the topic just refuses to die, right. no matter how much evidence there is. The overwhelming evidence is there is no connection. Right. Um, and so whether it's vaccines or climate change or anything else, uh, go with the preponderance of evidence. Right. Mm -hmm. So wait, as, you, as we enter into these holiday uh, weeks, you know, consider that as you go um, to, your, to your family gatherings and you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're anticipating that uncle to bring up the topic that's going to just um, uh, stick it to you. Um, <laughs> but stick it to you is a good point right okay are you just being baited you right. know if uncle harry knows that he can get a rise out of you yeah. by wearing his maga hat or by saying something that he knows you're going to react to yeah. be careful of maybe someone's just baiting you so, yeah. you know, so be careful about right. that too and even if it's serious you know say it is perfectly okay to say you know what I don't feel prepared to have this conversation. Right. I don't have enough information to be able to argue intelligently either mm -hmm. direction. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about um, something else. Yeah, don't try to convince people that you're right. Right. Okay? Because uh, in, in the end, you know, most of us are not experts about 
too many things. Right, okay. absolutely. So enjoy the holidays. The point yes. is, enjoy the holidays. Don't get drawn into these debates because there, there aren't many facts and um, most of us don't know about these topics. Absolutely. So, all right, that is it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.